the real value is in the experience. So these rituals are designed to give you a different experience and a different perspective on your life, your day, your minute, your presence in that given moment and create from there. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Seek the Joy podcast. Happy Seek the Joy Tuesday. I'm your host, Sydney Weiss, and I am really excited for you to tune in to today's new episode. I am joined by Britt and Tara of Elevate the Globe. And Elevate the Globe is a worldwide community of spiritual seekers who are dedicated to raising consciousness on the planet. And I have been such a huge fan of Brit and Tara and Elevate the Globe ever since I started following along probably in 2017. They have been such a beautiful companion on my own kundalini journey. And they're really these two LA-based best friends who are delivering a cutting-edge wellness lifestyle that's rooted in spirituality and mental health that allows people to not only align with their own truth, but discover their best way of living. And Britt and Tara just came out with a brand new book, their first published book. It's called Good Morning Intentions, Sacred Rituals to Raise Your Vibration, Find Your Bliss, and Stay Energized all day. And in today's new episode, we really dive into how they manifested their new book, the beauty, energy, and fun that comes from mindfully setting up your day through ritual and intention. We talk about where big change starts and how you can bring these practices into your own life too. They also share with us how they stepped into cultivating their morning practice and what they love the most about their morning rituals, which they often share on Instagram. Plus, we have a beautiful conversation about sovereignty, which to me felt so timely for the time that we're living in. Tara shares the powerful, like this is so powerful, pep talk that she's been giving herself every morning. It has so much to do with courage and I can't wait for you to hear this. And Britt shares the power of allowing ourselves to deeply feel our emotions and the benefits and the beauty that really come from it. We talk about their biggest dream and their plans with their book and just so much more. We really talk about this in today's episode, and I'm so glad we did because there's so much anxiety or trepidation that can come from the times that we're living in, from this sense of uncertainty or unrest or challenge. And that's why I'm so happy to share with you today's sponsor, BetterHelp. Now more than ever, I have found that it's really important that we have reliable resources that we can turn to, and that's where BetterHelp comes in. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. And it's easy and free to change counselors if you don't think the person you're matched with is a good fit. This service is available for people worldwide too. BetterHelp offers a broad range of expertise in their counselor network, and you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions too, which, if you ask me right now, is a game changer. I want you to be able to live a happier, more joyful, and ease-filled life, and I'm so excited to share that as a listener of Seek the Joy podcast, you will get 10% off your first month by going to betterhelp.com slash seekthejoy. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash seekthejoy. 
The link will also be included in our show notes. Today's episode is filled with practical advice and wisdom that is fun and deeply heart-centered and easy to follow. So even if you're not a morning person or big on routine, I'm not the biggest on routine right now, I just know you're going to love this one and Britt and Tara and their energy and it was just such a fun conversation. And Good Morning Intentions, their new book, is a really just beautiful blend of energy boosting exercises, breath work, meditation, and intention setting practices that will really help you start your day with a deep sense of joy, vitality, and radiance. And you'll hear this in the episode as Tara shares, there is so much that we gain from experiencing these rituals and intentions and practices. So I am so excited to share this episode with you. As always, join the conversation on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. We are at Seek the Joy Podcast everywhere. If you enjoyed today's episode and you haven't already, leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. When you do, take a screenshot of that review and send it to sydney at seekthejoypodcast.com. I will send you a little something something to say thank you and it's such a great way for us to connect outside of the show. If you're on Apple Podcasts, hit subscribe. If you're on Spotify, hit follow and I am just so excited for you guys to hear this one. So, without further ado, here is my conversation with Britton Tara of Elevate the Globe. I am so excited to sit down with you both. I shared right before we were recording um, that I've been following you and Elevate the Globe since probably like 2017. It might even be like late 2016. So it's been a while. And so I'm so excited for you both because you're coming out with a book, like it's here. And so I would love to dive in to the book. How did it come about? My copy is pre-ordered. So it's on its way. So I'm super excited. (laughs) Tara and I had always wanted to be authors as we look back in hindsight as children and just growing up. I think it's one of those dreams that kind of a lot of people have, right? Mm -hmm. So it was something that we had definitely thought about. And then through this journey that we've had, and especially in my journey, when I found Kundalini yoga and meditation, and specifically when I went to Costa Rica and was really changing everything in my life. I was in Costa Rica on a Kundalini retreat. It was 10 days. I kid you not, about eight hours, eight to 10 hours of Kundalini yoga a day. It was very intense. And then we did a full silent day. And on this silent day, I really started to get clear on the things I wanted to let go of in my life that had been releasing, definitely. And also just started visioning out my future and writing a book was a big one. Having a podcast was a big one, doing retreats, spreading just joy and peace and the healing that I had experienced. And, um, there was a lot of things during that. (laughs) I remember writing a whole list. I think it was in 2015. Mm -hmm. I wrote a whole list and I was like, you know, this is my vision for the year. It was January 1st and I wrote it all out. And one of them was a book. So, so yeah, as Tara and I have come together and created Elevate the Globe. And as we've been on this journey with our beautiful spiritual business and getting this work out into the world, it 
naturally became one of our highest priority manifestations that we were really excited about. And then we were, we were able to just manifest it in and it all flowed really easily. And we wrote it over the past two years and have a beautiful publisher that we worked with. And so it is very surreal after all of that, that it's finally here and it is our first published book. So we're so excited to just see what happens now. Like, okay, what does this feel like now? I think people need to know that you're not only best friends, but you have known each other since you're like 12. So coming together for the book, I mean, what was that like writing it together? I know you've built your business together, but what was that experience working off one another, given this relationship that you have? Yeah. And, you know, we've, we've talked about this, um, with, with people before. And I think it's really interesting, right. To, to have two people author a book and like have people like, how do you actually do that? Mm -hmm. Like writing a book probably seems like a big enough task, but then to do it with somebody else is, you know, something I think we didn't really kind of think twice about it. At least I didn't. No, I didn't really think twice about it because I, I tell this story a lot because it's interesting how Bert and myself work. Mm -hmm. So when we started working together in 2016, immediately how we started to work together was that one of us would start a document, like when we were building our website or sending out emails or building courses or whatever, one of us would start, you know, copy for something. And then we'd get the, we'd get it done. We'd get the the foundation done and then we'd pass it to the other person and we'd pass things back and forth and make it, we were kind of honing in on our elevate the globe voice together for years now. So when we wrote a book, it was like, oh, we'll just do that same process. We'll split Mm -hmm. it up and we'll pass it back and we'll do our thing and we'll hand it over to another editor to even do another sweep. And then, you know, the book has editors. So it's like, (laughs) knew we were very much like, yeah, this will totally work. It was so easy. But yeah, Tara and I are very yin and yang in general. And that's how our friendship has always been. We were both attracted to strengths within one another Mm -hmm. that we were really wanting to amplify. And then, yeah, we just have been able to carry that through with the book and with everything we're doing. But it was really fun. We would just each get sparks of something (laughs) like, oh my gosh, this ritual came through or this message is coming through. Mm. We have to do this meditation for this. And we would Mm. both just pull together everything that was coming forth. I love, I love the way that you two work together and that this emphasis on it being fun and you play off of one another in this dynamic, because often I find when people are writing a book or building a business, it feels so for some people like arduous, like, oh my God, there's so much work involved. I'm not having fun. But what I've always been so attracted to in your work is this emphasis on fun and joy and lighting you up and it being light and playful. Like things don't have to be so serious and (laughs) difficult. I think the way that we've often been taught or told, Mm -hmm. you know, and I will say there's definitely moments and times where there's, this takes a lot of work. Like it really like, yeah, but, but where our focus is, is on having fun with it. Like we literally get to, I mean, I was thinking yesterday, I did a, an astrology and astro chat with one of, um, with our 520 abundance Academy. And I'm sitting there going, I'm pulling themes of astrology for my job. <laughs> that is what I get to do. Yeah. And I'm getting paid for it. And mm-hmm. 
people want it and I want to do it. And this is kind of crazy, yeah. you know, to, to the normal person in society, you know, I think society is way more awakened than ever before, but you know, um, it's, it's, it's so fun. Like it's, we get to do what we like every day. Mm-hmm. I love that. I, yeah. I, I just think that is so powerful to share. And what I love so much, especially about the title of the book, Good Morning mm-hmm. Intentions, because it's about setting a, an intention or a ritual for your day, uh, well, setting the intentional for your day through those rituals, but it doesn't have to be a routine. I think sometimes we hear the routine and we think, oh my God, I have to do all these things. This sounds awful, but no, it's about (laughs) setting these good intentions for yourself. So I just love even the title of the book, Good Morning Intentions. And so have you both always done this practice of setting intentions for yourself and starting off with ritual? Is this like inherent for you? Is it innate or did you have to practice and and continue to integrate it? It's been a long journey. I would say I I definitely always like to share and everyone's different that I do have a natural state of joy. Like I, you know, I am naturally happy and optimistic, something I definitely get pulled down all of the time, like all of us humans, of course, but that's definitely my natural state. When I wake up in the morning, I feel good. I feel happy. I'm ready to go. And for a while, um, since I was younger, I got really into manifestation and optimism and all of this kind of thing. That was my light side. I have all my shadow side over here too, (laughs) but that was my light side. And so it was important for me to always think about in the morning, you know, how do I want my day to go or things like that when I was younger. But over the course of having these awakenings that we've had and through learning Kundalini yoga and becoming a teacher and doing all these things that we've done over the past 10 years, uh, actual morning ritual and a more specific practice mm-hmm. has developed over time. And it was not easy at all by any means for me, especially at first. It was definitely something that I saw. I understood why it was important from receiving the benefits of doing just very simple things, like I mentioned, and like three minute, really powerful, potent meditations, for example, that I would see all of this change happen from. So I started to have a desire and motivation around, Hey, like this is something I actually would love to do. And we all hear about, you know, the Tony Robbins and all the people and CEOs and things like this that have morning rituals, but it was something for me that I really had to try pretty hard to have consistency with, have commitment with. For me, I would rather just do whatever I want in the morning and <laughs> yes, have an intention, but not have something that I was committed to. I was commitment phobic for a very long time. <laughs> but what I realized is having commitment actually gives you more freedom because that's what I wanted. I wanted freedom. And I was afraid that if I committed, I would, I would not have as much freedom, but I realized the opposite of that. So, so yes, this book is all about having intentions, but we do have specific 21 rituals that are a little bit more routine or regimented, if you will. Um, But what our recommendation is, and what we also talk about in this book is to just have fun with it and play with it. And maybe 
you want to try one for 40 days, or maybe you want to try one one day because you feel called to it, or maybe you want to jump around or whatever it is, but we find to just have an experience of something different, especially if you're wanting something different in your life can be really beautiful. And I think it's all about the energy you bring to it. Like if, like you said, if you're like, I have a routine and I have to do these seven <laughs> things and it's horrible and I hate myself, then just don't even do the ritual because <laughs> it's not going to help you. No. <laughs> but, but yeah, I think it can be fun and playful within Within a little bit of, um, what's the word? Structure. Structure. Mm. That balance. (laughs) I just love what you said, that it's about the energy that you bring to it. I think that Mm. applies to everything. It goes back to mindset. It goes back to perspective. And I know that so much of your work with Elevate the Globe is really about teaching people through your own experience. And I think too, through your own example, how to live this sort of high vibrational lifestyle. And you both went through your own journeys to get there. So I think it's just so interesting because it really does all come back to this sense of energy and the energy that you bring to the moment. And so I'm curious in the book, does it also talk about how these rituals impact that energy and impact your vibration and allow you to show up maybe in a way that feels different, but that is more aligned with your intentions and, and who you want to be. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, the rituals are all designed for different things specifically. So, so yes, very much just general broad, you know, when you have a morning ritual, morning routine that feels really good to you, um, you know, like Britt said, even if it's not the same thing every day, but there's space and maybe you try one, one day and the another one, another day, whatever, you know, it is really helpful. You, you almost kind of, it's like, you gotta, you gotta pay to play a little bit. You gotta try, you gotta try it to actually experience it, right? We're like in an age now where there's so much information, the real value is in the experience. So these rituals are designed to give you a different experience and a different perspective on your life, your day, your minute, your presence in that given moment and create from there. And it does completely change your day. Even, you know, when you just mindfully set your day up with with a ritual that is pulling in high frequency, cleaning out, cleansing and healing and balancing, you know, different parts of your body and for different things specifically. So, you know, it's one of those things like Kundalini yoga specifically, this is books all based in Kundalini yoga practices. It's very ancient yoga and it is really efficient. It works really fast to completely elevate change, reprogram, deprogram a bunch of, you know, old stories, you know, so it helps, it helps so much. It works so fast Mm -hmm. and efficiently. And so you talk a lot about it in different kind of ways in the book. If somebody is curious where to start, what ritual to start Mm -hmm. with, do you have one that you usually recommend or where do you tell people to start? Mm. Um, so this is the literally like one of the biggest reasons why I feel now yeah. that this book came through is because as humans, there's common things that we're all really wanting or that we're wanting to heal from. And we've seen this in our own lives and in so many people that we work with. So 
It really depends on the person Mm -hmm. and what they're going through and what matters most to them right now. And so that's how this was written. That's how these are designed. There's six different pillars. Mm -hmm. And so we recommend getting clear on, hey, what do I care about most? And so just looking at them all like, hey, am I being really brought down by stress and anxiety? Am I going through a breakup? Um, Do I need help with pregnancy, postpartum, menstruation? Um, Am I wanting to open my intuition? Am I focused mostly on business? What is it? And there's all these different rituals. So, So it's about you deciding. And if you have no idea at all, no clue, then we just recommend use it as like a tarot deck almost Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like you just tap in and you kind of tap in with the universe and just open up a page and just see what happens. And I actually was on a call yesterday with um, one of our mastermind members who has already gotten her book and she did that Uh and she landed on the um, magnet (laughs) for miracles. Yes. And then she was asking me if she thought I should do that one for 40 days and through me knowing her and everything else she's doing, both of us were like, yes, out of all of these 21 rituals, this is absolutely the one that you should do for 21 days. So just trusting that can be fun too. And just see. Well, I mean, it just happened to me because I just opened our book (laughs) to that business success ritual, which is where my mind really is right now, attracting opportunities (laughs) with ease, literally open it right there. So, you know, trust yourself. You're going to be able to figure out, you know, find the right one for yourself. Yeah. I think what's so interesting about ritual and intention is it's an exercise and a practice in really trusting your intuition and allowing it to guide you. So Mm. putting that practice in place here with even choosing which ritual to start with or the one that you're most called to. I mean, it it's just feels so good to me that it really is an exercise in allowing your intuition to step forward and guide you and, and, you know, pick out for you, which one is the right one to start with. Cause it's not going to be, mm-hmm. you know, one size fits all for anybody. Exactly. I love that. So important, such mm-hmm. a big, important part of, of how we're doing everything and, and everything really is a ritual. Mm -hmm. Everything that we're doing in our lives, whether it's unconscious or conscious is a ritual. And that's, that's all of the habits and behaviors that we all have. So if we're wanting to elevate our lives or expand ourselves or maybe heal something physically, emotionally, mentally, whatever it is, we have found that going in and looking just at, yay, uh, hey, how can I maybe not do that thing where I scroll scroll on my phone for an hour first thing in the morning or whatever it is. And maybe I switch that up with something else. I mean, screen time on the phones are like eight hours or something crazy yep. for all of us. Yep. So switching out some of these unhealthier habits that aren't helping us to feel better with some healthier rituals and just some things that actually charge up our energy and clear our mind can be so helpful and really add up to big change in our lives. Mm -hmm. I love what you just said, Britt, about how everything is a ritual. And I think we should, if we could start to step into that mindset and that frame for ourselves that because we move through life really quickly. Like, I don't know about you, but like sometimes the day is goes by so fast and it's like, was I on autopilot? Like, was I present for anything that happened Mm -hmm. today? So if you can start to look at things as everything is a ritual, I think it allows you to, to move slower maybe hit pause and actually step into a sense of appreciation and gratitude and just 
awareness even of, of how you're spending your time, which I feel like is part of the book too, is like about being mindful of the ways in which you're spending your time. Because if you are mindful in the morning, I mean, it sets you up for for the whole day. Yeah. And I think we, we talk about this so much in the wellness community, but experiencing this is a completely different situation. So mm-hmm. if you've heard about it over and over and you're like, okay, I've heard about that. Yeah. 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 Is like, it really true? Present? Yeah. Like, is know? that really true? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Well, try, try, try it. And you know, the rituals we created again, they're all very specific and they have different components to it. There's journaling, there's visualizations, there's mantras, there's warm-ups, there's uh, meditation, there's nourishment, you know, there's lots of different parts and um, it's not, you know, it's designed so that you can do the whole thing every day for like 40 days to really solidify uh, the beginning of a transformation. But you know, you can, you can pick and choose what you need to do for that morning. It's just about actually giving yourself some time and experiencing what it feels like to start up your day differently than you have before. And I think people are really open to it right now, especially as we went through 2020 Yeah, and we're all like kind of forced to be alone or, you know, very confined. People were starting to really understand, like, how do I spend my time? Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of, a lot of the, the collective is really ready to bring in something more mindful that gives you more energy. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I think it's all about giving yourself more energy. It's Mm -hmm. so interesting. I've heard you both mention how, you know, you recommend 40 days of doing something. And I feel Mm -hmm. like often we hear like it takes, I think, 21 days to form a habit, but is there significance to the 40 days specifically here? Does it tie into Kundalini maybe? Yeah. Yeah. So it's from the, it's from the yogic scriptures and tradition and, and yeah, I know it's funny. I feel like you either see 21 days or 40 days, mm-hmm. just kind of over time. It's, that's kind of what you see adopted in business and different things like that. But, but yeah, it is energetically really 40 days to, to change a habit, right. And to really start to shift your energy in a new direction. And, and once you have that, then you'll really start to notice change in your outside life. Of course it will happen before, but to actually have something that sticks and is more sustainable, long lasting change. I can't even tell you how many times through this work, I've literally said goodbye to something for good. And I've never said hello to it again, (laughs) that I was wanting to get rid of, (laughs) wanting to heal really is, is the better way to say it. Um, so you can do that. That is possible. Does that always happen? No. Sometimes you may need more time. Everybody's different. Things are deeply rooted. Sometimes might be something that's um, deeper for you than other people. So there's 40 days that really kicks it off. Really, you'll definitely start to see a lot of change. And then especially in the Kundalini yogic tradition, you can go even deeper to 90 days and 120 days or even a thousand days. Mm. And then past that point, we have friends that have been doing one meditation for seven years or something like that because they've grown such a strong relationship to it and they don't really want to not have it in their lives. So Mm -hmm. yeah, (laughs) each kind of point, it goes really deeper into the cellular and neurological, um, you know, changes that are actually happening on a physical level. So yeah, that makes a lot of sense. All right. So I've got to ask you both because I'm so curious, what is your favorite thing about your morning rituals? Mm, Well, 
For me personally, my favorite, well, my favorite time to do it, and it's not every day, but it's a lot of days is before sunrise because Mm -hmm. time is just more free. There's less tension in the air for me specifically. Um, And there's a bunch of science behind that as well. But I, I just love the time by myself that's uninterrupted where I feel like I can experiment with different Kriyas. I can experiment, you know, Mm -hmm. it's just time. It feels very juicy to me to be up before sunrise and to, you know, be just spending time with myself. Mm -hmm. Um, I get so many messages. I feel so much more calm when I do that and I'm moving throughout the day. And so I think that's my favorite part is just being up before sunrise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you, Britt? Yeah. I, I like the quiet. I don't really have too much quiet in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I have two little, little girls. So yeah, I really do just enjoy that time for myself. I think especially as women, sometimes we have been programmed or our lives have been set up to where we're always giving, giving, giving. So to really start the energy going within, giving to myself first feels so good. And and I also have strong connections to my mom who passed away and to, you know, just the angelic realm and just having those little connections and that touch point in the morning makes me feel like I'm so much more supported and mm-hmm. guided and... um And yeah, it also gives me time to clear my mind and create and vision Mm -hmm. and, and also just kind of on a fun level. I love like the different smells, like we pull in a lot of oils here and um, crystals and candles and, and then you're doing your breath and the music. I love, love, love the mantra and the music. And you're just really creating this beauty, you know, that that's what we're here. We're here on earth with all this beauty, I think it just helps you to tap into, oh my God, I'm alive. There's all this beauty around me. I have so much to be grateful for. Mm -hmm. No matter what's going on, no matter how chaotic and challenging things can feel, you just can really tap into, oh my God, I do have a lot to be grateful for. And, And then that just kicks off where you're really coming from all day. So Mm-hmm. Those are some of my favorites. <laughs> I have to tell you both. I mean, what you both just shared, I think for me, feels so refreshing because there is a lot of the chaos. There is a lot of craziness. I mean, we're about to enter February. And so maybe things will start to settle down a little bit into 2021. Maybe not. I don't know. Tara's shaking her head. Like, I don't know. But <laughs> um, but I feel like there is so much chaos. So finding that, having that ability to really ground and root yourself in the morning and it sets mm-hmm. yourself, it sets yourself up. And I just am so struck Britt, by what you said about the beauty. You're creating this environment of beauty for yourself to step into for your day. I'm just really struck by what you both said, because I don't think we often hear this enough of, Hey, you actually have the power to set yourself up for, for your day, the way that you want to, that empowers you throughout your morning and the rest of the day. So despite whatever comes at you, you can handle it. Yep. And the experience when you're actually doing this, you know, even 
even trying it, if you haven't ever tried it for like three days, mm-hmm. it's like try an experiment and see how it goes and see how, how the, the day unfolds when you're setting it up and very, very early in the morning. I mean, we're not the only people or not, you know, that would be talking about this. Like we love Abraham Hicks. They talk about that. There's so many, so many people, so many very successful people in the world have morning meditation practices. And it's just, there's something really there and we are innately creators. We're creators. We're all of us are creators and we all are here to create beauty on a physical plane and expressions of our soul. And when you're tapping into your soul, very first thing in the morning, you are literally opening up like, Hey, I'm going to get all my messages for the things that want to come through me today. And I can be kind of in a way used by my higher self, by higher source to create in a high expression. Mm -hmm. And that is abundant. That's abundant. That is, it's like, um, the, 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 the rose unfolding, you know, it's Mm -hmm. very, it smells sweet. Everyone wants to be around it because it's different. It's different than getting up and slaving away, you know? Opening Mm -hmm. up yourself to be able to receive, opening yourself up to be used in that way, to share, I think, your innate gifts and talents and abilities in Mm -hmm. a way that is profound for you, as opposed to exactly what you just said, which is like grinding away, you Mm -hmm. know? And I think that's the difference is setting yourself up to be used in that way, to share in that way, um, I think is really powerful and allowing your soul and yourself, your higher self to step forward um, rather than just being like, all right, I'm on autopilot. All right, I'm here. I got to show up. I got to do what I got to do and just not being connected, I think in that way. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I love what you said also about just being able to handle anything. Mm -hmm. And, and that is really a strong piece of this too, especially with everything going on in the world. And we don't know what's going to happen and we don't have control over all all of this, but if we can really tap into our sovereignty and really Mm -hmm. just commit to, you know, Hey, I'm not actually going to be pulled by all of these things in the outside world. I'm not going to be distracted. I'm not going to be brought down every day by all of this. I still have the choice to create my reality and how I want to feel. And if we're in that empowered place versus being in the victim of like, ah, everything's going to shit, you know, around me, (laughs) (laughs) then I, (laughs) then I do believe that we're going to be able to do beautiful things as a collective. And we are going to come out of this so much stronger and that's what we're really passionate about. And what I feel like, you know, Tara and I, and so many other light workers came here to the planet to do is to really help things shift Mm -hmm. into a more positive direction and come up with more positive solutions. And so we have to be strong and we have to be grounded and have a lot of energy running through us and be in a high consciousness to, to really step forth and do that. Yeah. Yeah. I find what you just said to be really powerful. And I hope people go back and listen to it a second time because it is about that element of sovereignty and you cultivate sovereignty for yourself through exactly what you're sharing in this book by setting yourself up to have that energy, to have that connection, to show up, I think, as your best self in that moment. And of course, for all of us, that's going to look different, you know, every single day. I'm curious though, do you both have like a mantra or a quote or an affirmation, something that you hold on to when things maybe get a little tough or, you know, you just need a little boost of inspiration. Is there something that you, that you turn to that's been helpful? Yeah. You know, and I'll share something that's been helpful for me recently. Yeah. 
So especially with this year, um, this sort of energy of the year is a five year. It's very much like a kind of a warrior spirit year. And so I've been doing a lot of uh, my practice actually in the mirror. And in Kundalini Yoga, you know, we, we shut our eyes, but I do open my eyes and watch myself. And I've been talking to myself in the mirror um, as like, anytime I'm feeling fearful, I'll go sit in front of the mirror and listen to mantras and literally like have a pep talk with myself. Like mm-hmm. you can do this, like, you know, this is, you're here to have a joyful experience. The rest of the sphere you're feeling is, is an illusion, relax, have fun. Where do you want to go? What do you want to believe? Like you can do it, Tara. You can fucking do this. Sorry. <laughs> no, all good. All good. No, you, you can freaking do this. Tara. Like You got it. Like we're going to go and we're going to do it and you're going to be okay. And you're safe to go. Let's go let's move. And it's very, I'm, I, it's you, like talking yourself up, talking yeah. myself up, you know, and that's been really helpful for me to feel the courage that mm-hmm. I think really is coming needs to kind of come through a lot of people who are uh, light working here on the planet, who are helping others to awaken. And those that are awakening, there's a lot of chaos in, in terms of the, you know, the fourth dimensional energy of chaos, right? There's a lot happening in the astral realms and people are really feeling it, whether you maybe are aware of it or not. And this inner strength that Britt was talking about, that strength is really needed in our whole, not even just in our psyches, but in the body. But it's really, really the the courage to kind of keep going is mm. what I personally keep turning to. It's like, yeah. let's just do it. Yeah. <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I mean, that sounds like it's really powerful. I mean, I know mirror work in general can mm. be so transformational, but to do it while you're practicing yoga, while you're doing your practice, I mean, oh my God, that's gotta yeah. be something else. Yeah. You like can kind of see what's actually happening with your body, you know, especially if you're doing this first thing in the morning, like you're, you can see more stuff when you're not fully loaded with your, you know, phone or your, the TV, the news, the Netflix, the kids yet. Like if you can do that, there's, you you can see a lot more. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What about you, Britt? Anything that you've been turning to that's been really helpful or, or transformational during this time? Yeah. I mean, honestly, my, I always feel like a broken record, especially after 10 years, but literally like this Kundalini yoga and meditation and my breath work is always my number one and my go-to by far. Like if I'm feeling off or whatever it may be, that's the one thing I turn to right away. That's the first Mm -hmm. and, and it really shifts. And then as far as more like mindset and just practices that I have, yeah, I'm always really allowing myself to deeply feel things. Mm. One, I think in the past or just in general, a lot of us can tend to suppress different emotions that are coming up or try to figure out like where they're coming from or why they're here or try to analyze them mentally. And I think if we just drop out of our heads and into like the feeling body of, I am feeling this emotion. I am 
experiencing this feeling right now, can I just feel it? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just feel it. And however long you need to feel it, just feel it. So that's been something that I just allow myself to do. And I give myself permission to do. And whether it's a minute or two or an hour or two days, it doesn't matter. I just let myself and I'll tell people around me and I'll communicate and I'm very open. I'm an open book about it, but I'll just feel it. And then from there, I really am just asking myself, like, what do I want? What do I want? I'm a big manifester. And it's just like, okay, well, what do I want? How do I want to feel? What do I want this to be? What do I want it to to actually happen? And so, so yeah, that kind of helps me, especially with things outside of my control, like the current state of the globe, like, okay, well, what do I want? How can I send out some energy for the vision like politics, you know, whatever, all this stuff. It's like, what do, what do I want this to look like? Um, so, so yeah, that's something that really helps me. What you said about deep, deeply feeling and allowing ourselves to deeply feel takes me back to something you said earlier, Britt, about how you were a commitment phobe. And once you allowed yourself to commit, that's when you really experienced freedom. And I think it's the same thing when we allow ourselves to actually feel and experience our emotions, there's so much freedom that comes with it because we're actually allowing things to move. We're allowing the energy to move. We're allowing ourselves, I think, to no longer be stagnant or confined to the fear of experiencing that emotion too. So I just, I'm really struck by what you said that about really allowing yourself to feel deeply what it is that you're experiencing rather than pushing it to the side or leaving it for later, or, you know, trying to suppress it or, or, you know, having habits that allow you to suppress those feelings. I think, I think that's such a powerful message too, of really allowing yourself to experience all of it, the highs, the lows, the ups and downs, everything in between, because from it comes freedom, comes liberation, comes victory, comes a sense of joy. I mean, so much beauty comes from experiencing our emotions, even if it feels tough or difficult or uncomfortable at first. Yeah. And you said that perfectly. And that's exactly, it's exactly what happens. And, and I have a a past of a lot of addictive tendencies and I know just in general right now, it's really easy to numb out Mm -hmm. and to, you know, put our energy into things outside of ourselves or use things outside of ourselves to cope and not feel. And, and there's a ritual in the book, addiction rehab that um, really helps because this is the thing. A lot of times, yes, we all know there's the common addictions out there, Mm -hmm. but there's a lot of subtle addictions that take you tapping into your feeling body to even become aware of. And the Kundalini and the energy work helps us to do that. But there's all these little subtle addictions that we're not even we don't even know that we're doing um, to not feel when really, if we just allow ourselves to feel, then they will pass and they will transform and alchemize. But when we don't, like you said, when we suppress them, they get lodged in our body and, and they fester and they get bigger and that pain, you know, then you need, it's true though. (laughs) You need like more alcohol, more drugs. And and then I got to a point where I was like, there are, there's like no alcohol, no amount of drugs that is actually helping me right now. Like I just have got Mm -hmm. to actually face this. And I did. And now I've learned to do that. But, um, but it's true. You just got to feel, you got to let yourself feel. Yeah. Yeah. So much comes from that opportunity to feel. And what you said too Mm -hmm. about 
turning to the energy within rather than energy external to you to to heal, to grow, to address the the experience that you're having. Oh, really important. Really, really important to share too. Yeah. Right. And I know Tara feels like this too, but we can have an entirely different experience with one thing that's right. something outside of ourselves depending on the energy that we're carrying. So if you're drinking a glass of wine to cope and not feel something, that has an entirely different energy than if you're, you know, having a glass of wine in a in a whole like fulfilled place and right. and um so so I think that really can help our relationship to everything outside mm-hmm. of ourselves, whether it's a partner or a romantic relationship or a, a book or a purse or whatever it is, you know what I mean? It helps with everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love what you just said that it's about the energy associated with it. So yeah. ugh, such a good point. So, so good. I've got to ask you both um, the question I ask everybody that comes on Seek the Joy podcast. But before I do that, I just want to say I loved this conversation and I'm so excited to share your book and that it's coming out. And I just think there's so much that we can get really gain from ritual, from intention, from from within a good structure that we can create for ourselves that aligns with who we are and where we're coming from. But anyway, what I want to ask you both is um, what is your biggest dream? That's the question I love asking everybody. So I've got to ask you, what is your biggest dream? Oh God, I feel like that's really cool. And you know, I think it changes. Honestly. It kind of, for me, it kind of changes. It changes because I think there's always a bigger dream available. Mm-hmm. And, and as you heal and as you kind of go on your path, you start hitting your goals and your, your dreams that you once had. And you're like, oh, well, I got to keep going. Mm-hmm. So at the moment... I don't, the moment, my biggest dream, you know, I think it, it really at the very moment in this current reality is for elevate the globe specifically. It's like my little baby child (laughs) and for it to mature and to touch as many lives, more dense consciousness to a, a higher frequency and help be that bridge to people and really get it out in the hands of the work that it has really done through me and Brit to the the most people here on the planet, because it's really truly where my heart is right now. Mm-hmm. And what I feel I can offer the planet at the moment. And that's my biggest dream is to be of service in this, in this way. Now, if you ask me my dream in two weeks, it could be, <laughs> there could be other facets. <laughs> it could right totally now, change. Yeah, we have oh. a lot of dreams over here. <laughs> How about you, Britt? Um, I know it is a hard one because literally, I like, I mean, I'm a big dreamer, big, big, big dreamer. And yeah, Tara and I are always dreaming up new things and um and with my family as well. I mean, this has been our focus for so long, and Elevate the Globe is such a big part of our lives. And this book is is something that I'm really wanting to be very present with as present as possible with right now. And Tara and I find that sometimes we'll like not even celebrate something. We're like, okay, we're on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. Like, Seriously. okay. Like mm-hmm. one of our, uh, friend, our team members congratulated us when we finished writing the book and we were like, wait for what? We literally like <laughs> forgot 
And it was like the day after. We're like, wait, what are you congratulating us for? <laughs> I've been like, there. I get we it. already moved on. Really yeah. awesome. So, so yeah, right now, my dream is to be really grounded and present with this beautiful creation and to celebrate it. And, and similar to Tara's, just allow it to reach as many people as possible. Because in my acknowledgement, I also wrote that I hope my two daughters will pick up this book and I hope that they will know that they can do anything that they Mm. want one day. I mean, I had a dream to write a book and I've fulfilled and manifested that dream. And that feels so incredible. And, um, and I hope that they will also get in touch with themselves. And I hope that through this book and through elevate the globe, more and more people will, take time for themselves and give themselves what they need to be thriving and feel good. And, and that is my biggest dream to just like more of that, more of that, more of that, that. more people, more connections, more of that energy into the world. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Well, it has been so much fun to sit down in this space with both of you. Thank you for coming on uh, seek the joy podcast. Where can everybody find you connect, get the book, learn more, all of that good stuff. Yeah. So, um, everyone can find us at elevatetheglobe.com and then on social, we're at elevate the globe on Instagram. We're also newly on clubhouse and where else are we be YouTube at, <laughs> um, elevate the globe TV. Mm-hmm. And yes, we have our membership community, 528 abundance Academy, where we we have an app and we're always meditating together and, um, so much else that we do in the world, but yeah, that's mm-hmm. all the good places to find us. <laughs> and the, the book is on Amazon and it will be in, you know, uh, bookstores everywhere. Perfect. And yeah. for everybody that's watching on YouTube, can you hold up the book so they can see it? Yes. Look, I just, look how pretty it is. I mean, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. So just like a, an example, you know, yes. you see that like, you know, it's got, it's like a little manual oh, kind of. Amazing. I know? love it. I love it. And I just love the variation uh, of mantra and meditation and breath work and everything else yes. you can incorporate and really make your own. Everything's going to go in the show notes. It'll be so easy for everyone to find you, connect, learn more by the book. And Britt and Tara, thank you guys so much. This was so much fun. So thank grateful. Thank you, Sydney. You're amazing. Oh, and this was you. wonderful. <laughs>